living rough, living with Jonathan and Katie. Welcome, Welcome to Living with, with Jonathan, Jonathan and Katie. And Katie. Um, I, as, as many of you may have noticed, we have been gone for one month, and it is because Katie and I have both tragically perished in a fire. We have and our spirits ghosted. have found our ways back to East Hollywood to do one last podcast to you guys from the beyond. For you guys, um, we yeah, we've been absent working on mystery projects and all sorts of things. Yeah, spells and curses. Um, the the truth is, we needed to take a break because we were just like burnt out of just talking about the news and doing podcasts. We just needed to take a break and. We also have a cool potential opportunity that has to do with living with Jonathan and Katie that we are working on um, that could be something, could may not be, but we're going to take time to work on that because that's important. So we will be back. Um, someday in some someday, iteration. Right uh, now we're unconscious, un- unconscious uncoupling. uncoupling. <laughs> well, no, we're not uncoupling. No, we're like, we're, you know what, you know what we're doing? we're very much still coupling but we're taking a step back from the limelight we're basically the kardashians we decided when they ended their show that's when a good time for us (laughs) and look look we may come back in podcast form in the new year or you may see us in another form yeah and in that case we're probably going to stay on that format yeah so just saying things are not things are not ending completely but the podcast is going to be taking a long hiatus for a while. We're sorry. We love you. Um, sorry, Ingrid, my but... sister. Sorry, <laughs> Melanie, my high school best friend. I'm sorry. Wait, sorry to Real else? Rich. Shout out to yes! Real Rich. Real Rich. Very <laughs> the nice. only fan to call us on where we were. None of you, none of you other ones did because you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Real Rich cares about us. None of you other fucking pendejos care about us. <laughs> Um, real rich he's like he's our carnal you know yeah he's the real one um yeah we did want to come back though because obviously our christmas is happening this saturday yes as you can see by this pumpkin look we didn't even we should have dressed up we should be in drag excuse me me. i am wearing a bruja shirt with a moon that i'm allowed to wear because my mexican boyfriend got it for me look katie did the bare minimum to be here (laughs) And I did yes. half an eyeliner. And I ordered this pumpkin. I and I flew it. to the jungle as well, as oh, I always do. Um, you had a no, challenge. We, yes, go ahead. No, you go. You had a challenge for us, or not a challenge, not, I don't know. You had that idea that this last episode, our final destination, that we would talk about witchery and witches. Yeah. And you made me well, watch a demon film. Okay, well, here's the thing. This, this is definitely the last episode of the year. We don't know if we're gonna come back, but in, the, in this same form, but just consider this the last episode for the year. Yeah, and, and we also, we only, we recognize the satanic year, <laughs> which yes. ends on we, October we ends tonight. Look, um, <laughs> basically guys, look at it as this way. We, <laughs> Listen, I just need to, there's so many analogies running through my head. This podcast was our original skin. And now we are shedding this skin to maybe reemerge in 2021 in a new skin, AKA a new format. AKA, so you look out. we're both getting work done. 
Yes, we're both getting plastic surgery. It's my way of announcing. We're finally doing fillers. We've been waiting our whole lives. And I'm getting my dick um, uh, downsized because it's just too big. It's just too big. I'm getting my broomstick downsized. Oh my God. Okay. Guys, it's been a while since we put <laughs> Look, I'm elated to be back. Um, I wanted us to do a Halloween special, um, which I know this is not a lot of hoopla, but I wanted us to just talk about witchy things. I made Katie through manipulation and binding and binding watch a truly horrific film that we would like to talk to you all about because if you have not seen this film you should see this film because it is absolutely horrific and disgusting and weird in every way and that film is katie suspiria it's like the dog is in a night suspiria did that not go through your head the whole time no okay it didn't need to no it didn't need to because my fucking boyfriend was over in the corner not watching the film going Suspiria, Suspiria. and then whenever i'd be like you want to come watch this with me mi amor? he would be like no because he doesn't like scary stuff i hated that you made me watch it even though i am a satanic witch um i i hate watching scary movies but this one had everything we want um a neutral color palette a <laughs> A German winter. A German winter. Um, aggressive choreography. <laughs> yes, a coven. A coven. Um, a coven. A choreography that can kill. Yes. Which. Little, little, um, like the, like little, uh, like strings everywhere. There was like, like garments and outfits with a lot of strings on them. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of like shredding. Um, a lot of, I'll tell you what there was not, none of in the movie, bras. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't need them. They had those little tiny dancer breasts. I, Is that offensive? No, I'm, I'm always fascinated in movies. I am obsessed with watching women's nipples on, on camera because where are they? What are they doing? Who are they talking to? It's like, I always, because costume designers don't like to put women in bras I don't know why they don't and so you can always see you can see a Jennifer Aniston on the set of friends where it's freezing cold they always have their little nipples out and um this was no different especially in dance movies I'm like what's happening with a leotard situation there's no you know there's no chicken cutlets built in to a leotard so if you guys like petite little dumplings (laughs) this is the movie for you I thought I mean I thought all their breasts were beautiful I really did um but let's explain what this uh, movie is about. There are spoilers ahead. So if you are going to see this movie, just know that there are spoilers. So yeah, but it came out is- first in 1977. So you're really late on it. Yes, but the, the, the one that we want you guys to see is the 2018 version because the 1977 version, it's great. It's an Argento film. It's a classic. However, I don't know. Did you go back and watch that one, Katie? Or did you just see this one? No, no, no. Just okay, so one. that one is crazy because it does not have the tone of this one in any way. And it, Katie... It does not have the color palette. It's full 1980s, like neon red, like blue, super primary colors, color palette, um, which I understand for that era and that film why they did that. But I'm really glad that the director of this film, Luca, uh, I think his name is Guadagnino, Luca Guadagnino, he wanted to do like a completely muted color palette, which I feel like separated the film from the original completely. Um, because literally, like, the original is basically Sesame Street. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, 
So yeah. in terms of its color palette. But this film is about um, a bunch, uh, like a dance company in Berlin um, that is actually a secret coven of witches. Um, and do you want to explain any more? Yeah, I mean, they're, that's basically it. And they have a new recruit and they are trying to, I mean, as always, they're trying to like feast upon the young to save the old witches, um, right. which I really identified with the mother witches who are just <laughs> dripping and melting away. <laughs> but well, um, the mother witches were like the, the mom witch, the, 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 the like the one, the witch that was from the 1200s. Yes. She was like, I still want to live. And she just like wanted to be, she wanted her spirit to go into another vessel. So she was looking for like a young little nubile body where she wanted those chicken cutlets back. She wanted those little, little tiny titties. Instead she had these like big pendulum, you know, and they were also rotting, you know? And yeah. for some reason there was like a baby hand. Hey, did you see that? Like hanging <laughs> off of her arm. And she was also like leaking. Like she's simultaneously naked, rotting and wet. It was, you know? horrific truly horrific although that is how we choose to get all our work done we just like line up women and then I'm like I want that vessel <laughs> I will be invading and we grab them by the head and we throw up into their mouth and then our body falls into a pile of ash and then now we're this new person yeah and that's called juvederm um, <laughs> <laughs> we do though um it, I, I loved the, I will say the color palette. I'm just very into color theory right now. Um, but it was amazing. I truly, one, I don't know what it was about it. It made me feel like I was in Europe, which I've been to upwards of two times, um, guys. And Wait, but the film was shot in Europe. In Berlin. And I was in Berlin four years ago. Um, but well, it, it wasn't did, shot in Berlin. It wasn't? No, it was shot on this mountain town in, in Northern Italy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, they really recreated it. All the like Soviet bloc, just the gray misery of everything. Um, and also, I love that it was in, it's set in 1977. I love the style. It's like all camel nudes and like yes. olive greens, and all the women have great hair. I mean, long hair down to their ass cracks, because that was the style in 1977. That or like the weird, funky, like flip. Um, all of the oh, women yeah, were the perfectly cast. They were terrifying. The mothers or the like other witches were truly terrifying. The house mothers. They were terrifying. Okay, Did, have you guessed? Tilda Swinton plays three roles. Yes. In, have you guessed which one? Yes. Which one? She, I actually, to be honest, I immediately knew she was the analyst. The second. How? I didn't know. You I know didn't why? know. Because she, um, and so you guys don't know, she plays an old man in this. Uh, she because she has a very distinct nose it kind of is like an interesting swoop and that was preserved although she's an incredible actress absolutely incredible um, i katie i could and, and listeners and viewers i could not tell that was tilda swinton in any way the but, old man I, I i had to wikipedia the film afterwards and then i was like she was the old man but i might not have known had you not said you won't get be able to guess which one because then i was also like primed to see which Cool. Got it. So you were basically looking for like, well, the one that's least likely to be her is probably yeah. her. right. But um, yeah, totally incredible, uh, incredible. Did you acting. guess who else? Uh, wasn't she the oldest mother? The the rotting one. At the yes. End? Yeah, with the one who's like, 
Mama, Remember that one? Um, which I loved. She was the most amazing in that role because she was so disgusting in that role. Like yeah. how she was like, do you come here willingly? And then when, as soon as like Dakota Johnson was like, yes, and here are my tits. Then she was like making these like sounds where she was like, ah, ah. Like she was like making these cooing sounds that coming out of that monster was disgusting. It was just so disgusting. It was it was truly horrifying. Okay, here's some here's some feelings I have about covens, which is in general in the media, yeah. our representation in the media. Yeah. Why are they always naked? Why are they into blood play so much? Especially there's like two types of witches, but this is like the satanic witch version, you know? And yeah. they're all first of all, kind of like midsummery too. They're always naked. They're always forming like weird cheerleading pyramids naked. Well, let's go back a little bit. Okay. I do have to correct you, and I know that's your favorite thing. But here's the thing. This, this, this coven is not satanic. Remember, they worship the three mothers, which they said predate the god and the devil. So this, these are actually truly pagan witches. These are pagan witches. They had nothing to do with the devil, and that's what I liked. Their deities they worshiped were female deities, women, but in God form, goddesses, right? Whereas in like the new Sabrina, I really like, but the whole show is these like strong, badass, uh, like a uh, women witches who are still having to bend to the will of this man who they have signed their soul to, which is Satan. And so I pr much prefer the like pagan witches to the Satanist witches because the pagan witches are more feminine. They just are. They are. I'm sorry. They're breaking the glass ceiling one demon at a time. But she still summoned some gross as death demon that was like, Wah. like, I just, I don't like the blood play. Um, I don't like the violence. It's so gross. And also they never like, they never disintegrate someone to ash. They like rip their eyeballs and stomach out. It's like so gross. And it's like total, total bloodbath. Um, Look, but here's the thing. That's not the whole film. Most of the film is absolutely anxiety inducing foreboding it's true uh, it's an in incredible cinematography incredible palette the editing is like so intense so i amazing. actually watched it in the daylight in the morning because i knew i would not be able to watch it at night how did you like that scene at the beginning where olga died with the spell casting through the dam it's horrifying the but, yes no but was that not the most that was the most witchy seen in the entire film to take dance as this is not only an art but this is uh, this is how we spell cast and how we conjure power yes and to have her be able to do the dance so powerfully while tilda did you see how she like kind of enchanted her limbs yeah which almost activated her so basically like dakota johnson's character was doing the dance all the right moves that you need to do to make this this spell work, but she was activated by Tilda Swinton, right? So as soon as she started to do the dance perfectly, it was like the perfect melding of spell activation of just like art and science coming together. And she was like flipping and doing all this stuff while the girl downstairs was like, ah! like yeah. she was just like <laughs> dying. And the prosthetics and the editing in that sequence, so amazing. It is, it was, really intense i also will say nothing good ever happens when someone gets trapped in a room of only mirrors <laughs> like it's never a beyonce video like me myself and i all of a sudden it's like girl you're dead as soon as you walk in if that happened to me if i was olga 
and I got pushed into the room with only mirrors, I would have taken out my nalga and I would have spanked it and I would have been like, oh yeah, you still got it. And then of course I would have I would have I would have died mid spank because I would have just been too distracted by my image. I would have been like, oh yeah. And then I would have been like, ah! like that's how it would have happened. But Olga knew she was gonna die, you know. Yes. I will say I so the choreography is incredible, very intense incredible. modern dance, um, very jagged and violent. It's very, it's also just very classic modern dance where you go like, so what's happening here? Like, I don't get, you know what I mean? Like a lot of jerky moments and like jumping. Um, but it did remind me, which is crazy, is that, so there's this Israeli choreographer named Gaga, not related to Lady Gaga. Um, and he has a documentary called Mr. Gaga, and he is this incredible modern um, choreographer, so much so that like, I mean, the, the thing of the documentary is like, he does things that no one's ever done. He does these incredible pieces like Boke or whatever is in the movie. Um, so much so that like the Israeli government like shut down one of his performances and like he had to go testify or was like summoned because his dance was too political. Um, and, uh, that's, and that's really fucking cool. It is, it's an incredible documentary, Mr. Gaga, everybody watch it. But a lot of the scenes reminded me of his work and his, even like the color palette, like it was kind of freaky. I was like, wait, are these real people? Or this, is this Gaga or is this Coven? Cause I can't tell. Well, um, well, I don't know about the choreographer, but I know that the choreography was inspired by, there's an actual dance piece that they actually have like done at the Louvre and stuff. It's called um, in French, it's a, it's the word is in French, but in the English translation, it's called the Medusas. And basically it's very similar, like jagged um, modern dance done by three women dancers who are in similar, you know, those like those red string outfits. Yeah. They're like in similar string outfits, not red, white. And basically that type of dance is supposed to be like the dance of the three, you know how like the the Gorgons, the Gorgons from Greek mythology were like three, um, uh, like deities, like demigoddesses, I guess, or demons or whatever. Yeah. So that's like what it comes from. And also Tilda Swinton's character was based off of this, like, I guess, really famous German choreographer called Pina Bausch, mm. who looks almost identical to how they made her up in the film. Like super severe, thin, very hyper European features. Like, and then just like super straight uh, bl uh, black brown hair just like pulled back into a bun and these like flowy garments, just very severe. Like, I really loved it. It's really interesting. One thing that makes me laugh about like all coven dance movies, I guess, is like, or just modern dance is like, it's, it's just so fun. Like their name, the title they give the name and then the way they speak about what it is, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would just be like, the title of this piece is Post-It. Um, and it's about the temporariness sort of just peeling away layers of ourselves. Um, they can just call it anything and be like, and then people are like, oh, this is amazing, you know? Not true. I cannot believe you're talking, you, a dancer, a dancer of all people. <laughs> I can't believe I am defending dance. <laughs> but no, the, the choreography was totally witchy and just totally melded in with, like it literally looked, like they were casting spells when they were dancing. That's no, what I loved did. about the choreography. It did, and it was very haunting when, again, they're in their little right. like, you know, witch cheerleader cheerleader poses and like geometric shapes and like all their little pentagram stars or whatever. It was very, um, yeah, it's quite, quite arresting. Okay, so- it was, if it was amazing. And also 
the summoning of the demon and the twist at the end when she was like, for whom were you anointed? And then Tilda Swinton was like, Mother Superior! Or whatever. And then she, Dakota Phantom was like, I am she. And I love the way the death figure that she summons like comes th up through the grotto, right? Uh, like the like cement stairs at the bottom of the academy. And she comes up and like with the long ass nails, which is how you know death is female. Yeah. The long ass <laughs> nails. And she like bows to the conjurer, which was Dakota mm, Johnson's true. character. She bows to her. And I love, did you catch that they, she killed only the people who voted for the false yes. goddess? Yes. And that's the thing. That goddess, even though it was very gory and she was like making people's heads explode, she restored balance to the, the, the dance company and she restored balance to the old man. Remember she went over, told him the truth, but took away his pain. Yeah, which was right? a cool, I was like, okay, so she's cool in the end. This is the only thing that I find suspect in all of Mother Superior, Suspiria, whatever. Okay, I feel like goddesses are not born in, Ida in Ohio. <laughs> like a modern day Dakota Judd, like, like you can't have a, a witchy queen mother who speaks, who says things like, I am she. Like you can't have, <laughs> it needs to be a British accent, I'll accept British accent, German, Romanian, like I'll accept all, literally any other accent except but for, for that reason only. That is why the goddess chose to take over the vessel of this like girl from this cow town in Ohio. Yeah. And I think, remember, she didn't just choose Ohio, she chose someone who was Amish or a Mennonite or whatever, right? Yes. So she chose that religion on purpose. But here's the thing that I, I can't figure out and people are debating this hotly on reddit okay and am I your old thre threads <laughs> and am i one of them maybe but here's the thing do you think and this is a question that the film doesn't answer mm -hmm. do you think dakota johnson's character susie bunyan that, that's the goddess character's name susie bunyan oh <laughs> uh, do you think she was born a goddess in human form from the get-go or do you think the goddess started to take over and possess her body slowly as her life progressed okay here's a here's a true conspiracy theory the mother her susie's mother the mennonite lady as she's dying she says yes my third daughter my last daughter is my sin right which to me says she had an affair it's not, it's her sinful daughter. Like it was the product of an affair with the, oh. devil, with the devil. No, 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 there or is no any devil. Other, it could be any other man, but I think that that's, that's a theory. I love that theory. I don't like the devil part, but I like the theory that this was an extramarital affair because it kind of plays into the wildness of the, of the, of the goddess. And a being, because the the reason the reason that they show women naked in witchcraft movies is because that is the opposite of what society has told women that they have to be in order for them to be virtuous is butt naked with blood all over their tummy stomach, you know, chanting in the woods or in some like <laughs> uh, old German castle, right? Um, I like that they're naked because it's like this is our body. Fuck you if you don't like it. This is, this is actually me taking charge of like 
taking agency of my own life. If I wish to be naked, I, I choose to be, right? It's body positivity um, Instagram, basically. It, it truly is. But also, um, I think that extramarital affair, if that was true, if that theory is true, that extramarital affair, the reason the goddess would have chosen that child to take the vessel of is because that affair was born out of that woman's true passion and That's desire true, her to true have nature. sex her true nature to have sex with this man that she felt attracted to, that she wanted to have sex with, right? Not a man who she was pressured to marry and have kids with because her society and, and, and her family and her religion says so. It represented her true nature. So only a goddess could be born when a woman is representing her true nature. I love that theory. I think that's a great theory. That's a great interpretation. I like that. Okay, now here's a question. Yeah. Let's say you come from your little cow town of Eagle Rock, go to Berlin, go to this thing, you get into it. What, okay, if in real life you suspected these people of being covenous witches who were up to bad things, like, would you stick around and explore? Would you try to sabotage? Would you try to like integrate? What would you do if you were like, what the hell is going on here? And if you found a secret room in your dormitory or whatever? Well, first of all, as a man, I would say, why are you playing laughing at my penis and putting a <laughs> pointing a gun at it? Which by the way, guys, guys, men, that's a callback. Men, before I answer this question, I just need to get this out. Men, one really great part about this film is how it's all women cast and how the the women characters so reject patriarchy and the masculinity that when the the this police officer guy goes over to inspect because of the old man tipped them off they cast a spell on him pull his pants down laugh and point at his dick take his gun out of his holster while he's in the trance point the gun at his little dick laugh then get this big ass hook that's way bigger than his dick and then like rub the hook menacingly against his dick as if they're gonna like chop it off. And they just like could not get enough of laughing at this dude and, and, ha and just having him in a trance as they laughed at his penis. And I was like, that was such a great scene because that was just like women being like, do not try to control us men. You are not more powerful than us. We know your weakness, right? I really loved that scene. I thought that represented a lot. As a man, I would, the first inkling that there was witchiness going on, I would get the fuck out of there. I would get the fuck out of there. Now, what in this situation, Katie, what is the event that I come across that tells me that there's witchiness? Is it that I witnessed a ritual like, uh, like Sarah did, the mm. British girl? Is it that? I mean, it's your choice. Like, what, what? of all the events that happen, like what is the thing that would make you go, okay, this is whack. Like, cause you know, you can see some like symbols or you can see, or you can hear like, oh, the last girl disappeared, but she was actually like a terrorist, like whatever. Like, but what is the thing that tips the scales where you go, okay, I think I'm done here. Um, honestly, it would be, right at the beginning of the film when friends I knew in the company 
were disappearing mm -hmm. from their disappearances. Because remember, when, when Sarah later in the film went down into the dungeons and she saw all those rotting girls, which I don't know what type of dark magic they did, but they like ruined those girls. But they look like fucking, uh, fucking drained of life, full of scabs, and their skin was gray. Horrifying. It was disgusting, yeah. horrifying. From way before then, as soon as I started to see a pattern, because there was multiple girls, if, if there was like three girls in my dance company that had gone missing, I'm out of the company. Because that means that there's something happening internally. You know, as soon as Chloe Grace Moretz's character went missing, that would have been it. So that, especially because if that was someone that I knew, that would have been it. And I would have been smarter. I would never have made a scene like Olga. She freaked yeah, out. she's an idiot. She, she freaked out and was like, the witches! <laughs> like, and I was just like, and then Tilda Swinton was like, no, we're not witches. Your friend is just a terrorist. And that's her <laughs> choice. Her choice. We all love for people to follow their dreams. And she was like, and we love that for her. <laughs> we love that. And if she wanted to sit in a basement filling bottles with petrol, that is her choice. And who could take that from her? Like, she was just like, such a liar, like a good liar, but you could just smell the lie off of her, right? I would never have even let it known. As soon as I heard that she went missing, I would not have even come in to class. I would have gone straight to the airport and went anywhere but there. Anywhere. And would you tell people? No, I wouldn't. Um, no, because I know that Oh, this is so hard because in this situation, I don't know for sure that these are witches. In, in, in this situation, the first thing you would think is someone at the academy is a serial killer and yeah. is making the people disappear. So I, I feel like, yes, in real life, I probably would. My first instinct would be to go and tell someone, but that would be the worst mistake because while you're at the academy, they can see everything. And did you see Sarah um, when she went to go have dinner or tea with that old man? Mm -hmm. Remember when she left the cafe? Some woman was watching, right? But then the woman changed. It wasn't yeah. the same woman. That to me meant that they can actually inhabit any woman on the street and watch you through their eyes. The and then as soon there. as, yeah. And then as soon as they uninhabit the body, then that woman who is innocent is just like, what the fuck am I doing? And then she goes on with her day, but she doesn't know that they were just inhabited by a witch. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I feel like, yes, I probably would tell someone and I, I probably, they would probably cast a spell on my train or something. And I would like explode in a big ball of fire, which maybe this, the, the lesson of this film is, look, there may be a serial killer, but don't be a fucking snitch. Get the fuck out of there. Don't tell anyone. Whoever gets killed, that's up to them. Like that's all. Hey, you know they say snitches get witches. <laughs> it's true. Snitches <laughs> get fucking witches. So, but honestly, I I think if I was in an academy like that with that type of atmosphere, this, this is the reason I wouldn't tell anyone. I personally am really good at sensing bad things and like terrible situations and stuff like that. Like, um, there's like countless stories since I was young where. I was confronted with a really ugly, sinister situation and I was right about it, right? From even this guy trying to abduct me um, on the beach with when my Thea was taking me there. But I won't tell, I won't bore you with that story right now. <laughs> I won't bore you. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so I could sense um, bad situations. So the energy in that academy seems so dark. Um, as soon as like my friend Chloe Grace Moretz went missing, I would have gotten the fuck out of there. I would have gotten the fuck, and who I would have told before I left is the police. I would have told the police and immediately left. That's what I would have done. Gotten the fuck out of out of Germany. Although, who knows if that even makes a difference? Because remember, Susie Bunyan as the goddess, she fucking in Ohio. Killed, she killed her mom from Berlin in Ohio. Remember, she closed her eyes, thought red, and then her mom was like, Beep! like her mom died from just. But of course, she's the goddess. She's not just a regular witch. So I don't know. I would just get the fuck out. What would be? What would you do in that situation? The first night because they all live in girl dormitories and they go in and then you're just that freaking building you're constantly just hearing screeches and screams and whisperings wherever you go and like literally the and they send by the way they send all the girls nightmares every night or like evil dreams and all the girls are like yeah it's normal like the first three weeks you're here you always just get crazy dreams i would be like i would give it one night i would be like let's just make sure that wasn't like drunk girls screaming in the hallway you know okay and after that the next time i freaking walked by a freaking pillar and just heard like <laughs> i'd be like okay i'm done i don't care if i waited my whole life like i can't live here in this insane d- demon building also question is the dance academy in east or west berlin i could not tell I think, um, it's west. I think it's west berlin because they were going out to like nice dinners yeah and you're right. you're right. yeah, it, yeah it seemed very west and because there was no direct military presence in their life. And yeah, also- and, and he goes into East Berlin to go to his dacha and then he goes back. Right. Yeah. And also, wouldn't we, if this was East Berlin, wouldn't we see a lot of soldiers walking the streets with guns speaking Russian? Uh, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. yes, I think it was okay. West. Um, but that the, the spell that was so nasty was the illusion spell that he finally found his long lost wife that he was, lost in World War II that savage. led him back- savage and then she did you know well yes because as soon as i saw her and he she was like they just started walking i literally was like demon yeah because it was too easy she just like comes out of some apartment she's like chester (laughs) but then he gets back to the dance academy she disappears and i'm like girl this is time to go because he had time to get away because the witch literally was this like little old like amelda staunton like professor umbridge character she came out and she was like with a hook and she was like, ah! like, like <laughs> screaming at him. And I was like, I guess he's an old man, but if, but if I was a young man, I would have just ran the other way. Yeah, for sure. Also don't, don't, when somebody gives you a dim, like a demonic knife hook that they found in a witch's coven, don't just throw that in the river thinking you're done with it. Like, I mean, why not? <laughs> Wouldn't, th- what, what would, would you keep that? bring it to the club just vogue with it. it's like a it's a sickle or like a scythe blade those I don't know. hooks those hooks how they grabbed olga horrifying. at the end horrifying also the best part of her death scene was how much she was peeing during it because that is actually very realistic that is what you would do in that situation many people would pee all over themselves because they wouldn't understand what was happening or couldn't believe, or they'd be in such shock because of what's being done to you. Um, yeah, her death was absolutely horrifying. But do you remember, how did they get the scythe back? 
Did they just conjure it back from the ocean? Yeah, they were like, oh, he messed it up or whatever. I don't know. This is the thing too about if you were in this situation. My first yeah. thought would not be witches. My first thought would be crazy oh. serial killers, some secret society, right? weird stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of when I would start to realize it was witches. Um, do you think maybe when you like, Did you catch when Sarah went down to find all the mangled girls who had been gone missing? Did you catch that the floor opened up and that's yes. how she broke her leg? Yeah, for sure. That I, mean, I have to go back to see. I feel like it would be before then. Also, guys, I mean, just as like a horror movie trope, never go hunting for things in your dance recital outfit. Yes. No. No also, leotards. I mean, I know actually, then again, there's a lot of movement. Yes, but here's the thing. I just don't go hunting for things in a place that you suspect is harboring the dead bodies of yes. people that you knew. Just don't go hunting for it because usually you're going to find the thing that killed them, right? Or they'll find you or something. Like, that's just never a good idea. Also, again, she was barefoot. Every time she went, you know, drama hunting, she was barefoot. That's a problem. Oh, and also, did you see how they disemboweled her at the end and her stomach flaps were just hanging open? Wait, this is, did you see that? I could not, I can't bear this shit. It's horrifying. That, that was horrifying because you know what they also did? They didn't just disembowel her, they ripped out her womb. It's why I left my last coven, because I can't, <laughs> I don't you like You can't it. get another womb ripped out. It's hard I to can't. put it back in. It's like a whole thing. Um, no, I think it's disgusting. I, I like the dance scenes. I can handle that. That's creepy. And it's all like, ooh. But once it starts to get like actually gory, I'm like, I hate all of this. And I, I loved it. And I loved that they were just like, I loved how they were exploding when death would like gesture. Death was like, was like, mama. And then like the people were like, ah! like just it was exploding. literally death drops right and left. Like just death yeah. explosions. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the film was also, I mean, I think it, it was very clear what the film was about, which was about um, abuse of power and lies in institutions that you put too much trust in. That's what I took away from the film of you put too much trust in coven, in a coven like this, in any organization, in any government, and you give that system too much power. And it was about the, like, I thought this film was like perfectly timed with coming out in 2018 because remember that old, that old false goddess who was that witch who was claiming to be Suspiria, the goddess, she was a demagogue. She was lying to everyone. She was making everyone's life a living hell. She turned the coven dark when the coven didn't need to be dark. She decapitated Tilda Swinton just at the moment that she was like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. Let's stop. Maybe this isn't what we should be doing. Decapitated her. This, that was someone who she raised as a daughter, right? This was about that old woman being a demagogue and how everyone um, fell into place and, and fell into line and did her bidding when they should have had the bravery to gather around and kill her together. That's what should have happened. Meaning they should have had the bravery to stand up and, and stop the rise of this fascist because she was a fascist. Remember, this was happening in the shadow of 
East Berlin and the Russian occupation of, 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 of East Berlin, literally the coven, the dance studio border is right in front of the wall. It's right in front of the wall. That's who that witch was in the bottom of the dungeon. She was basically like the Soviets. She was the Cold War. She was uh, Trump. She is fascism. That's what she represented. Like this is just an allegory for fascism and how it can destroy everything, you know? And that's why Suspiria was actually made by rockthevote.org. <laughs> Guys, so after that, it's Drew Barrymore. Guys, I know that was tough. <laughs> that's a really good Drew Barrymore. Guys, was it? I know my coven. No, I'm not good at her at all. That was good. I don't even know what I did, so I don't know how I could do it again. But, it's because you um, were in a trance. I was in a trance, yeah. They had me in trance. But it also is scary because it's like, are we all just getting put into trances by witches and then we don't remember? I mean, that how was all of 2017 of, for me. <laughs> look, how many witches have laughed at my penis? I just want to know. know. Just tell me. And thank you for not cutting it off. Because they oh. could have cut that guy's penis off. And for all we know, they did. For all we know, he's dead and he's boiling in some stew. I know. Well, I don't know. What was really, was really just sad to me at the end, though, is when the goddess went to those girls who had been victimized and she went, what can I do for you, my child? What do you like? They could have asked for anything. But because of the trauma and horror that they had been through, they all asked to die and the goddess granted it. But I would have been like, um, could I have my bowels back? And could I, could you stitch this up? And could I heal? And could you get me a plane ticket to New York? And also, could I never remember any of this ever again? I would have been like, could I live? Can, like, I, live? Why um, can I live, bitch? Can I live? Like, like, I don't know why, like, she's like to die. She's like, yeah, you can die. It's like, yeah. the goddess almost seemed like she didn't do anything. It's like, they don't have bowels. They're gonna die. As soon as the magic wears off, they're dead. They can't survive with they had disemboweled all of them. So it's like, they were only, what was really creepy is they were only standing up by the will of magic. That's basically what it was. And did you see during the, the modern dance recital, you know how Sarah comes in and her eyes are all crazy mm -hmm. after she had broken her leg and they had bandaged her leg up. She was basically dancing with a broken leg, but by magic, they basically enchanted her to go and finish the piece, which was such a you move to be like oh honey I know that you broke your leg but I need to enchant you so you can get in and finish the number because showbiz bitch I'd show be like business. honey this is my dance company we are not letting believe dance company out of Austin Texas or whatever <laughs> guys that was yeah. a deep cut for the drag drag race fans um I know I would be such a Chris Jenner stage mom I'd be like no honey okay we go come on come on <laughs> also imagine Alyssa Edwards watching Suspiria as a dance <laughs> Teacher. she'd be like oh no ma'am <laughs> her chin would fully disappear because it would be back here she'd be like just fully um do you have final thoughts on suspiria uh love it i love witches i will always love witches um i think witches is one of those things that you can just keep reinventing reinventing and i thought madonna it, it's basically madonna. it's madonna just frame your face you know uh <laughs> But I think that I'm, this was a very good take on witches. I thought it was so artfully done, horrifying. Um, and some, a film that I have watched now three times. And I've only, I've, I only just saw it a few days ago. Like, you watched it three times? Yes, I love it. And I listened it's to the soundtrack. two and a half is, hours. I know. And wow. I listened to the soundtrack. Oh, I also love the part where the witch 
like comes out and she's like, Olga, anything wrong? And then she like looks at her with like like some like crazy witch stare. It was the most did you, the close up on her face. Remember that witch who was yes. she was cursing Olga right then, right? Her face was full of such hate. She got that across in that look, and that was such an ugly look. And she it's not because she's an ugly woman. The expression on her face was ugly. I feel like you're talking about me right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> like my face frozen on ugly. it. <laughs> she has these things that are right here. No. Um, what were your final thoughts on Suspiria and witches in general? I I like witches that aren't drama. Um, but you don't like witches. Get out I don't of here. Like, um, no, I love I love dance. I love spells. I love sisterhood. Um, but I don't like disemboweling. We should have a disembowel counter for how many times you've said that, <laughs> um, which is truly a horrifying word. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't want this to turn people away from witches or dance because dance is very beautiful. <laughs> and can it be used for evil mm-hmm. in the club? Yes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Disembowel in the club. <laughs> um yeah, I think it was it was beautiful. I'm still into neutral colors, um, but I could do. I would like an edited version where a remake where it's just the dance and none of the blood. Oh, also, I've been listening to that song during the disembowelment scene over and over again. It's Tom York. He did the whole soundtrack, beautiful soundtrack, but he did that his song "Unmade," which made totally sense. "Unmade" to call to call that song for the finale of the film "Unmade" to just unmake the problems that were happening in the coven gorgeous so guys look katie she wants disney channel witches and that's okay that's why selena gomez came out with wizards of waverly place that's for people like katie to you know but for people like me who really like witches we're over here watching suspiria we're over here watching rosemary's baby you're summoning mothers right and left summoning mothers signing my soul to to the third goddess. Oh, by the way, I lo- I never got this, but I thought it was hilarious where they kept calling her the goddess of sighs. <laughs> Not catch that. Did you see? So Suspiria is the goddess of sighs. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Also, Suspiria was a subway stop in... Was it what? It was a subway stop. Like in when they were down in the subway, in the opening scenes, you see like a sign to one subway stop this way. And then the other one is it's Suspiria. So I think it's funny to name your coven after a subway stop. I mean, I know it's vice versa, but. Wait, but are you sure that was not just the title card? No, because I mean, it could be, but like, it was like, it was just in naturally in a scene. You see like, it's like, you know, to like Stieglitz on this side. And then it says to Suspiria on this side. Oh, I wonder if Suspiria is like something actually in Berlin. It's do you remember when you were in Berlin? Mind. No, I did. I do not recall Suspiria there, but. Maybe you weren't looking hard enough. <laughs> I know. Well, guys, we love you so much. Thank you for this journey. Thank you for being here with our coven. Um, we may reunite in more blood ceremonies in the new year. So, yeah. So keep um, have a good Thanksgiving. Have a good Dia de los Muertos. Have a good Happy new Halloween. Year. Happy Halloween. Have a good <laughs> Christmas. Um, we love you. Um, look for us in. Look, here's what's happening, guys. Katie and I, we were asked to be in a movie, in a Spielberg movie, <laughs> based on our lives. It's and a new project. It's filming in Toronto. It's filming in New Mexico. I mean, we're going to be literally everywhere. 
yeah, we'd have to do a few pickup shots in Iceland. It's crazy. It's kind of like it's there's crazy. teams there's everywhere. It's like Game of Thrones. Prosthetics. Um, they're heavily CGI'd. Yeah. Um, we're really. Katie does get disemboweled lightly in this. I do. Film. Yeah. As Emmett um, playing the role of my father in Old Man. Um, <laughs> by that I mean my satanic father. Okay. <laughs> you would totally be now if you had. So I just want to ask you one last thing. If you, if, if riches in this, in this universe was real, like in the way that they're real in movies, meaning the type of magic that they could do is the same as in movies. And you had the choice, cause you're a witch, right? Let's say like you have power, okay? To be a solitary witch mm-hmm. to where you, your magic comes from within, you get it from nature and your personal relationship but you're unprotected, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can totally be killed by other witches, by other people, whatever. You could do that. Or you could be part of the pagan witches. So you're part of like the three goddess system. So your coven worships one of the three goddesses, right? Just like the Suspiria coven. Or you could be a satanic witch where you pledge um, fealty to Satan for his protection and enhanced power. Which one would you be? Solitary, but unprotected, pagan or satanic? Well, pagan is like the go-to, but they act so satanic. I don't like it. But it's about nature. Nature is both good and evil. I guess the thing is, though, if you're sa- if you're alone and unprotected, that's when villagers always come for you. So you're gonna have to face like drama and violence either way. So I guess I'd go three three witches, three mothers. So then, if they were like Katie, tonight's your night to disembowel Sarah. What would you do? I would be like, it is me. I is she. <laughs> and you I'd be just... like, sorry, girl, you did borrow my herbal essences conditioner and you returned it very empty. So I do want a sketch of you at a coven ceremony just like that, just as bloody. And right before it's your turn to disembowel the like the like cursed witch, um, you're just like, no, like you're just like freaking out. And you like you just like put a little bit, you just take out a little bowel and that's all you do. Baby bowel. A baby bowel. Uh, I'm, I'm truly horrified. I will probably be haunted tonight by these, the images I've seen. But... Oh no. I'm protected by Mother Superiorum. Oh, and then uh, I'll send um, you right, my dream. Anyways. Okay, have guys. a happy Halloween um, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Living glam, living rough, living with Jonathan and Katie.